DFS On Deck podcast brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia. And welcome to On Deck right here on the LineStar app. It's me, it's Chris Beanie, and it's Friday, baby, which means it's happy hour time, 5 o'clock, baby, time to go have some fun, maybe even 4 o'clock, depends where you are. Oh, it finally stopped raining here. I thought I was going to be in some sort of flood. You ever get that uh, warning on your phone, Chris, that uh, makes you almost pee your pants because it's so loud and it comes out of nowhere when there's like a flood warning or something like that? Have you seen that? Yes, I've seen that. I've seen some like Amber alerts when, you know, there's a young child who's, you know, lost or in danger. And, you know, last week it actually happened four times between, I think it was like 3.30 and 4.30 and scared the crap out of me all. Like every time it, it buzzed and rang, it, it scared. But it's good. It's good to have those just oh, yeah. in case. You never know, all, about, but... all about being prepared for the emergency. Don't get me it, wrong. Yeah, it throws you but off I, though. I feel like I just had an emergency in my pants when it goes <laughs> off and I'm not expecting, you know, it's kind of. Yeah, that's fair. Loopy like that, but you know it's uh, look. It's fun Friday anyway. The sun is shining. We've got DFS to play. We got baseball games tonight, and and if you're already involved with fantasy football, boys and girls, the fantasy football black book 2019 hey. is out on Amazon. It's out early. I yes. promised it June first. We made it a couple days early, and of course, guess who did the DFS chapter? This good-looking son of a gun right here. This guy, Chris Meany. I'm just happy to be part of the squad. I mean, it's a heck of a squad. It's I've been reading your books for, for a while now since, you know, we go a few years back since the day I met you, had you on uh, one of my DFS shows. And I've just, you know, honestly, it's it's not obviously a DFS book, but it's it's surrounded around football. There's great insight. It It's the perfect draft book, and it's, it's not too expensive. It's a great buy. Nope. I encourage everybody to check it out, even if you just enjoy football. Even if you're not a fantasy football player and you're just a football fan, you will learn a lot from this book, and it'll help you prepare for the season. It's good. It's got the relative position value in there for all the positions. Uh, it's got a great team of people. Jake Seeley, Matt Franciscovich, Nate Hamilton, Chris, Tim Heaney, uh, Scott Bogman has over 100 rookie profiles if you're playing Ooh. Dynasty. Gary Davenport, who is the king of IDP, does the IDP rankings and defense Amazing. in the book. Uh, I do all the other stuff. It's, it's, it's an incredible group of guys. D Bros in it uh, from Quant Edge. He's doing the tight ends this year. It is, it is a great collection of minds. We really pride ourselves on the product. It just came out. So I'm super excited about it. So I'm trying not to take up too much time here on Line Stars time because it is Line Stars time and Line Stars dime. And I love those guys. But they've got advertising in the book. So it all works out. See, I gave, them, I gave oh, them free nice. advertising in the book. Everybody wins. So they're in it too. Technically, LineStar is in the black book. But seriously, if you're already starting your mocks, if you're already starting your leagues, if you're looking ahead, it's time to go pick it up. It's on Amazon. Uh, you can get it for Kindle. It'll be on iTunes next week or two. They always take a lot longer. But uh, if you can't wait, you can always get the Kindle app as well. Uh, it's free for iPad. But you can go buy the hard copy and I make it on the nice paper you can highlight it too. Not that crappy magazine paper. So you can no, highlight okay. notes and write stuff too, which I like. 
Yeah, so you can go back and look at it. Absolutely. When you're reading that book, you're going to want to highlight because there's lots of wicked nuggets in there. And I just love the fact that you have IDP as well because I'm an IDP player and I know you are as well. And you and I have done a few drafts in the past, like Superflex with some IDP guys in there. And I really think that is, you know, that format is trending up. I really do believe that. And it's, it's just good to see. And it's, I mean, you want to give some respect to the defensive players as well. You do. And and look, you know, I know it's a baseball show. And we're talking about football right now. That's all right, because hopefully we'll be here again for football as we were last year on the pre-snap show right here on Star. But, we, you know, we break down to every chapter has league specific stuff. Like, so in other words, like there's a whole chapter just about standard league drafting, a whole chapter about PPR, a whole chapter about super flex strategy. So it's not just a general wash of BS info. So look, it's out there. Go get it. If you get Prime, uh, Arizona Prime, you get it in two days. It comes to you, a nice little cool black cover. It looks really cool. So I appreciate it. And if you do get it and you like it, go drop that five-star review. So that way my children can still uh, continue to buy wrestling figures and Legos because that's what's important. That's all that matters. That's where all the money goes, just in case you were wondering. All right, so before we look ahead to the Friday slate, it's always good to look back at yesterday, the Thursday games, where Chris and I take off Thursday because it's usually a mishmash of things and getaway days and whatnot. But uh, another takeaway, too, I'm wondering if Hyunjin Ryu is going to give up another run all year, Chris. I, I'm just kind of looking at it. Is it possible to have a negative ERA? Because I feel like he's on pace for it. Yeah, it's amazing what he's been able to do this season. And, you know, on the Quant Edge, uh, obviously doing some game breakdowns. And you, you mentioned we're, you know, pretty quiet here at Line Star on Thursday. We always can reach out to us. But, you know, looking at Ryu's numbers, a 1.2, before yesterday start, a 1.22 ERA over 37 home innings. Last year, a 1.15 ERA over 54 home innings. So that's 91 innings in the Jeez. last two seasons where he's allowed 12 earned runs, seven walks, and 98 strikeouts. And what did he do yesterday, do you ask? At home, well, he went seven and two-thirds, allowed zero runs, <sighs> had one walk, and 7K. So just doing some quick math here, that's over 100 strikeouts, eight walks, in over 100 innings at home. Like, it's just – that's a large it's sample now. And, yeah, he really has been unbelievable. And that was so. a guy in the baseball black book this year that I talked about quite a bit in terms of – you know, late in late round value and, and just like say, look, the guy had a massive second half. I even wrote an article on HQ on Fantrax about it, about Ryu and some of the other second half pitchers. You really need to pay attention to Ryu. I was just kind of like, I was kind of pounding the table. But let me tell you, man, that's not even close to my expectations. <laughs> like, so no, far, how like, could you think he'd be this good? No. Well, I mean, I can't take a victory lap on because he's been yeah. good. He's been, he's been brilliant, but I just thought he would be good. So, I mean, unbelievable. Uh, Charlie Morton, another a great start for him against a, a tough one going yes. up against the Twins. So, uh, the Rays explode for 14 runs there, Chris. That, that's, a, that's a big number right there, 14 for the Rays. Really is, and Austin Meadows hitting 361 in the season. Uh, obviously, I smirk in baseball right now. Picked up four more RBI. He's been unbelievable this year, and Charlie Morton was, was – I was a little skeptical, to be honest, when you look at the Twins and their offense, and then you see a couple guys arrested in Sano and, and Polanco, but even still, Charlie Morton has been phenomenal this season. He's now 6-0, and and uh, he's got an ERA that's you know 2.54 on the year. is pretty phenomenal. He faced some tough teams, too. I think he has the Astros in there. I think he played the Red Sox twice. So, yeah, good for Morton. That was a big takeaway for me yesterday as well. And the Brewers. The Brewers were not really getting a lot of respect on the road. And Mike Moustakis led the way with a couple bombs. He had, a, he had two home runs and four RBI. Kane had four RBI as well. It was a big day for the Brewers. Big day for David Dahl, too, plus 21 runs in the Rockies and D-backs game yesterday. So uh, that was a whole lot going on there. So if you had some shares of that one, chances are offensively you did well. Uh, and last but not least, uh, just when you thought it was safe to go outside again with Joe Musgrove, it's not. It is not safe. He's DTM. He's dead to me. That's yeah. it. I can't do this anymore, Chris. Yeah, no, I started can't. to buy back in last week, and no, no, no more. I'm not doing it. 
No, you can't. I mean, I, I get the appeal heading into the season, the strikeout, right? I mean, he pitching in Pittsburgh should help him, but he's just getting hit around hard. Now he's allowed 21 hits and 11 runs in his last two outings. He only has seven strikeouts over that span. He's walking guys. The hard hit rate is high. And yeah, it's, I think we got to stay away from him for a little bit. All right. So it's Friday. It's a new day. Yes, it is. So let's get after it. Let's start with Chris Sale. Uh, and the New York Yankees tonight, this one's going to be in New York on DraftKings. You're going to pay 10.8 for sale over on the FanDuel side, 11.2. So super expensive, uh, which is understandable. I mean, that's that's what you want. He's going against Jay Happ. And considering how Happ has pitched this year, uh, I'm all about the righty bats in this lineup here for the Red Sox. And I'm all about Chris Sale tonight. I don't care if it's Chuck. I think it's an easy cash game play. I think it's safe. And I think it returns. What say you? Is it too expensive for you or you want to get involved? Uh, no, I, I want to get involved. I'm going to have some shares of them for sure. From a tournament standpoint, uh, I'm, you know, there's even with the meat of that lineup with Volt and, and Sanchez and Torres, there's still a lot of strikeouts in there. There's a lot of value. I, I feel in the pitching slate here tonight. We'll, we'll get to it, but I, I agree. I think you got to get some of these right handed bats. Like I'd rather actually spend up for a guy like JD Martinez, a league high five eleven Woba against lefties, 500 ISO against lefties. 350 average and six bombs. And you just look at half, like 13 of the four, 14 home runs he's allowed have come to right-handed bats. And, and you know, opposing right-handed hitters are, are slugging 553. is 360 Woba. So I think this is the time, the opportunity. You know, Mookie, JD, Xander is right there with Martinez in terms of Woba and ISO against lefties. So I think those three are really solid. And if you're playing on FanDuel, there's still a little bit of a discount on Devers and Benatendi if you want to get in there. And Pierce always. Like, I love the Red Sox tonight. Yeah, I, me too. All over the Red Sox tonight. Uh, sorry, Jay Happ has just been – he's been brutal. Yeah, been absolutely brutal this year. Uh, Drew Pomeranz versus Andrew Kashner. This one is going to be in Baltimore. Uh, Andrew Kashner, typically a guy that we like to troll against, but really, that's tough. I mean, there's just very little to get excited about in the San Francisco Giants lineup. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're all Nothing. discounts. As we pointed out the other day, there was the entire lineup on FanDuel from San Francisco under 3,000, right? I mean, that was madness. <laughs> yeah, and, my, and Miami, and I think they just combined for like four yeah. runs or something. Yeah, and, and they deserve it. So yeah. I'm going to steer clear of this one. Uh, how about you? Any love for like Mancini or uh, Villar, who's had some – he's had some good point totals recently, Jonathan Villar. Yeah, he has. And, you know, Nunez leads the league with seven bombs against lefties. So, I mean, that's that's an option. He's gotten to the point, point on DraftKings where I just – I don't want to spend 5K for him. But, again – FanDuel, $3,700. And also, if you're playing on FanDuel, Hanser Alberto leading off 2-6 over there. 2-6 and VR is 3-3 on FanDuel. So, I yeah, think so on FanDuel, you could take those that one, two, and pair them up together. For sure. A 4-11 Woba is right there, and it's like top 15 in the league against lefties, and he's leading off. So, yeah. You're going to need it, too, if you're going Chris Sale exactly. tonight. Let me tell you, on FanDuel, you're going to need that bad boy. All right. Chassin against Chris Archer. Uh, Chassin is going to be 5.3. Holy cow. What? Who? Huh? Wow. That's a that's an extreme discount there on Chassin. Uh, Chris Archer, 7.4. That's the DraftKings pricing on those guys over on FanDuel. Archer, 6'2". Chassin is 6'8". But, I mean, geez, I saw that Chassin price, and I'm thinking 5.3. That's, that's, that's madness. I, got, I kind of almost wonder if it's worth – do you think it's worth dabbling a little bit there as a secondary pitcher just because it allows you to get that Boston stack? Yeah, I mean – those are the kind of things that you, you have to think about. I'm, I'm willing to go down as far as, you know, there's some guys in the eight in the eight range, but yeah, I don't hate it, Joe. I really don't. If you're playing in tournaments, I mean, the fact that he gets away from Milwaukee, right? The home runs have really, you know, he's over the course of his career. It's, it's been home runs. I mean, he's allowed 11 already this year, 30 earned runs, but you know, you go into PNC against that squad. I mean, 
I don't hate it, and I and like Milwaukee to give them some run support too. It's not awful. Well, in terms of return on investment, which is something we always like to talk about here on the show, I mean, look, he's not a like a giant strikeout pitcher, right? He's not a guy who's going to just absolutely you know blow people away. But you know, can he pitch to a, a W tonight? I think he can. I think it's yeah. possible. The problem is, you know, can he get through that sixth inning? He's only gotten to the sixth inning once out of his last four outings. That's not great. Uh, but some of those outings were against um, were against the Braves. Uh, and who else was in there? The Braves and Nats. The Cubs and Nats. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Colorado, six scoreless is decent. Yeah. So, I mean, th- there's opportunity there. I just think that's, that's a lot. That's a big, big ass discount. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, and just, just taking a look at it. Now, looking at the FanDuel side, too, uh, of that price. Again, single pitcher. No, you can't do that. I think that's nuts. But no. uh, in terms of as a secondary pitcher on DK, along with Sale in that pairing, I think it's. It's fascinating because I really want guys like J.D. Martinez tonight, and I think that's exactly what you're, you know, we're kind of getting at. Offensively here, uh, Keston Hura is 2.8. Thames coming off a, a game where he had a home run, too, 2.4. So you got that going for him there. Uh, look, Josh Bell continues to be great. He's 4.7 on FanDuel. Those are the FanDuel prices on DraftKings. Josh Bell's 5.7. No, yeah. thank you. Can't do it. No. Uh, just, just not enough there. Uh, Keston Hura, 3.6. Thames is 4.0. And I talk about those two guys because – Trying to look for some of the the discounted players in lineups that we think have potential. Jose Barrios against uh, well the Rays opener Ryan Stanek, who's going to be opening that game. Uh, you know, I feel like you know with the Rays right now, you have that huge output where they put up the fourteen. But you look a little deeper and you see, you know, Morton's been great, Snell's been great. But I think as the season goes on, they're going to miss Glass now on that rotation. Yes, and I think it's going to start to show a little bit. It's not showing now. But I feel like it's I feel like winter is coming a little bit for them. And I'm a little concerned. But that being said, Barrios has not been great lately. He's at 9.3 on DK. On FanDuel, uh, his price is 9.1, so practically the same. And he has not been a great return recently. Now, I'm curious, is this mean an opportunity in your eyes, Chris, or is this something where you're more apt to say, look, on a night where I got sale and I'm not getting a discount on, on Barrios, I'm going to fade away from him. I think he's a trap. Yeah, I'm going to fade away from them. I like the Twins to bounce back overall. I mean, they're road dogs. Anytime you can jump on one of the best offenses in baseball and best teams in baseball, I know Tampa's right there as well, you know, despite nobody going to their ball games. I mean, did you see that against the Jays? Oh, crazy. They set a record like 5,000, and then the very next night they, they topped that record. I think it was just under 5,000 fans at their game, and, and they're one of the best teams in baseball. But, again, Twins, road dogs, I'm going to jump on the opportunity. Polanco's going to get back into that lineup. Sano's probably going to get back into that lineup. Uh, so I'm going to like Minnesota from a betting standpoint. I'm going to take their over on the team implied total of four. Uh, but I'm going to be out on Barrios. I mean, you're right. He's not missing a lot of bats right now. He's 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 not walking guys, and he's keeping guy, keeping the ball on the ground, which is encouraging. But even still, you just look at some of the last few outings from him, five runs against L.A., four runs against Seattle. He gave up nine hits against the White Sox. Like, those are just mediocre teams that he's struggling against. And earlier in the year, a couple back-to-back showings against Baltimore where he allowed six runs and three homers. So I'm out on him. Uh, I think if you want to be a little bit different in tournaments, you can take a shot. We know the ceiling is there. But there's just some – there's so many pitchers on the board today. I'd rather spend up for sale or spend down on a couple other guys. Line stars projecting him at 18 tonight, which is a good number, but not a great number like in terms of return for on, on DraftKings at least. And I, and I think that's, that's kind of where I struggle there where, you know, I just think if you're going to pay, you might as well go to the top. And we do have some other guys too, who are pretty expensive as we get down to this. We'll continue to talk about these guys, but I'm kind of with you. I think I'm fading away from this one, even though it's in Tampa, even though I love the, the twins lineup, I don't know. I, I think right now it's, an, it's a weird night for him, so I think we're going to pass on him collectively here. Patrick Corbin, 
Speaking of expensive, 11.2. Holy hat against yeah, Tyler Mall and the Reds. Now, this is another one, too, where I kind of scratch my head. That's how much, the at least, the pricing is over on DK. On FanDuel, Corbin's 11.4, and Mall is 7.2. How, how do we justify this here? I just – I can't go that high for Corbin. I mean, he's too expensive. That, that's it. It's – I mean – you go in in Cincinnati, and I, I know the Reds' offense has hasn't been phenomenal, hasn't been fantastic. And even well, here, still- here here's some more, and here's some numbers from the, from the Line Star app. Ready for this? Cincinnati's lineup has a 19 percent strikeout rate versus lefties, as a 336 wOBA versus lefties, as a 173 ISO versus lefties. So why the hell is he 11 two? I I don't know. Like he's just <laughs> I mean, he's just getting that respect. I guess. Like I I really I don't fully fully get it I mean I thought when you know looking at just the pitchers and this is what I do before I look at the matchups look at the pitchers before I get in there and look at the pricing and you know I thought he'd be up near the top but I, I didn't think he'd be the most expensive on on both sides so I just I just can't get there in a game in Cincinnati where there could be some runs and uh, it's just been too inconsistent for him so I think again tournaments but definitely not in cash like I'm not rolling out Corbin at 11-2 on DK and cash and, you know, 11-4 on Fanduel and cash. Like, that just puts you in a really, really tough spot. I don't, I don't like it either. Uh, I mean, and I have no problem with guys, you know, being expensive tonight, too, on the, on the offensive side for Washington. If you want to attack Tyler Mall in that ballpark, okay. I'm fine with that. I still probably, you know, I, we've been on the Reds. I don't love the Reds lineup regardless tonight because I do have a lot of respect for Corbin. But some of those numbers I threw out there from Linestar, they really give you pause with Corbin tonight. I don't know, man. If it, if that's a, if that's like the cash game guy of the night, I'm going oppo on him for sure. I, I don't know, man. I I don't I don't see it. No, I just don't I, get it. You're listening off some of those numbers too, like you know the 18 percent strikeout rate against lefties or whatever. That's like one of the better marks in baseball. Like like that's that's in the bottom five in terms of them just making some contact against lefties. You know, we know how good Suarez is against lefties. If he gets back in the lineup, I, I read he's, he's just day-to-day with that thumb injury. So it's, he's a pass for me. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to move on and, and take the value, you know, elsewhere. Victor Robles, 3.2, by the way, too. Nice value on FanDuel in that lineup. You're not getting any price breaks on any of these guys really over I mean, on They DK. woke up the other day, didn't yeah. they? They did. They did. On, on the FanDuel side, you're getting a little bit. Soto's 4.2. Uh, you got Rendona for three. So this is reasonable Trey Turner for one. So the, the national stack is a reasonable one tonight. Uh, but the best value by far is Robles at three, two. So, uh, Spencer Turnbull against Mike Fulton Uh, now, man, I would love, I would love to be in on the Tigers tonight against Fulton but eh, I just, I'm sorry. I just, I still don't trust this Tigers lineup. It's just way too inconsistent. They haven't shown you enough. Uh, however, is Spencer Turnbull in play on this one for you at the price? He's seven, seven on FanDuel. 8-1 on DK, a little bit on the expensive side. But, look, Ronald Acuna's been kind of in a slump, let's be honest. I mean, Austin Riley's been red hot. He's been carrying them. But yeah, yeah, you know, I don't feel like Atlanta's kind of clicking on all cylinders either right now. No, I don't think they are. I, You know what? I like Fulton Evich. I'm, I'm going to go down this road. He's one of the value Me guys too. that I like. Yeah, at, at 7-3 on FanDuel and then on DraftKings at 8-5. I, I love the price. I love the matchup. And I'm very encouraged with his last two starts. You know, we've been picking on him. It was it was slow out of the gate. Remember, obviously, the injury. I think it just takes some time. Like, against Milwaukee, I was impressed. I watched that outing. He only had three strikeouts. He went six innings, gave up three hits, two runs. And then against St. Louis was very impressive to me. In St. Louis, six scoreless. Well, he gave up the one unearned run. 
but no earned runs and seven strikeouts. I'm going to go down this road with Fulton Evich against a Tigers team that has the second highest strikeout in baseball. Well, that's what I was going to say. 26 and a half K rate against right-handed pitching. So yeah, if, if that's, that. you know, the last out, the last outing was very good. There's, was. there's no way around that. He put up a 28 spot on, uh, as far as DK goes. So 80 no walks also encouraging. No walks. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. All right. You, you know what? You sold me at first. I was a little, eh, but you know what? All right. Now you got to sell me again. Danny Duffy, <laughs> The lefty versus Texas Rangers. Okay, Ariel Yarado uh, is going to be on the mound here. Not boy, oh boy, we're only in—we're not even in June. And some of the names we've gotten in the last couple of weeks between the Spartans and the Genesis. By the way, I've enjoyed the uh, Genesis Cabrera jokes on Twitter. People are making. Thank you for yes. listening to us yes. here on the on the <laughs> on deck here with the podcast. But uh, Ariel Yarado, I mean. Holy cow, this is stuff that you see in August and September where they're just like phoning it in, but we're not even in June, man. No, we're not. Uh, and again, another left-handed pitcher going up against against the Rangers. You know, yesterday they weren't able to do anything against Junis, you know, a high-contact guy, someone that we've picked on a lot on this show. So I, I don't have any faith in this offense to, you know, get it done against against Texas. They did or against Duffy, rather. They did have a good showing against Duffy earlier, seven hits, four runs earlier in the year. But even still, I, you know, Chu has had a really good season this year, but uh, he's gone up to the price now on, on DraftKings. You can't do it. But on FanDuel, if you're playing over there, there, there is some discount. Like, he's 3-7, Odor's 2-7. But again, you get this lefty-lefty matchup, and it's just – I think it's capping your upside. I'll tell you what, Mondesi on FanDuel 2, 3.8. Merrifield 4.1. Oh, yeah. Those are two guys. Look, and I don't get it. I, it, you know, I, mean, I feel like a broken record here, but I keep – until DraftKings wakes up and realizes that the 5-5 five, five for both of those guys is just a price you can't – it's unattainable for those yeah, guys. You can't really get involved with them because you're talking about, you know, it just it breaks your lineup, and you can't do that because they're not a huge – you know, not a huge output. I mean, the, tonight they're slated for five. I mean, the the what's the – this is like 10 and, 10 and a half tonight? Is that the uh, – yeah, the the over under is yeah, you're dead on. It's ten and a half. So I mean, I mean that's a, that, I know that's runs. a big number, but <laughs> it is it is I mean, it, it really is a big number. I mean, I, I think when you're playing over there and you see, you know, Mondesi and Merrifield and Nick Lopez, Nicky Lopez there at the top of the lineup. I think those are like those are decent options. I think on Fanduel they're very decent options, and they're yeah. they're really fairly priced. Now Trevor Bowers and this is a conundrum too. He's been walking a ton of guys. Uh, he's got, I think, 17 walks over the last month. He's really uncharacteristic. Like, he's lost that. The thing that made Bauer so special last year was the control. That seems to have gone away. I don't know if this is a mental thing, a mechanical thing, a bit of both. You never know with him. But he hasn't been great. This is an opportunity for him to be great against the White Sox lineup that has some issues. So he's 10.5 on, on a FanDuel side over on DK, 9.2. So uh, a much better discount with him on, uh, on DraftKings tonight. Do either of these prices give you any encouragement against the White Sox for Bauer? Yeah, I think on DK, I have a little bit. Uh, I'm interested a, a tad. I mean, I was interested in Carlos Car- uh, Carrasco yesterday, and he, he, and he burned me. And, you know, it's just another guy that's really struggled. And the White Sox, they really got after Bauer earlier in the year, 10 hits, 8 runs. I, I'm willing to go down this road because I feel like people will will just – I think they've gotten burned before. I think there's some recency bias there with, with Trevor Bauer. You're right, the walks, the home runs. He's not the same pitcher at all. Um, but I'm willing to roll the dice in tournaments and, and roster him because the White Sox have a high strikeout rate as well. I know the ceiling is there. And the fact that he's allowed 
14 runs, Joe, 14 runs in his last three outings. I mean, he's given up at least seven runs in two of his last five outings. I mean, it's, it hasn't been good. So I think that's why people will shy away. And, you know, if I'm going to pivot off sale at all, or, you know, Barrios, I think in that range, that's kind of where I'll go. But I do like Caleb Smith as well. I'm sure we'll get to. Well, Dylan Covey's on the other side of this game. Jose Ramirez on FanDuel 3.3. He's been red hot lately. That is a great value. I would take the plunge with Jose Ramirez. Hopefully this is the start of everything clicking for him and him going on a big tear. God knows he needs it, but not, not so much over on the drafting side. He's 4.1. So not, not a huge discount, a little bit. He's okay. Lindor is super expensive, 5-2 over there. But again, on FanDuel, Lindor is just 4. But really, it's Oscar Mercado with 3-3 hitting the 2-hole. And in the 5-hole, Jose Ramirez, 3.3. Uh, Love him tonight. I'm going to have shares of him for sure. You Darvish, 8.4 against Miles Mikolas at 7.8. That's the FanDuel pricing on the DraftKings side of this game here. You've got you Darvish at just 7 and Mikolas at 6.5. So, you Darvish, he's the Jekyll and Hyde of this year. Uh, I'm going to pass because I have too much respect for the Cardinals personally. How about you? Yeah, same. I, and, and I have too much respect for the Cubs. So this is a game that I think the, there'll be some runs. The over-under is set at nine. It actually opened up in nine and a half, and it's dropped down to nine. I, I, think, there'll, I think there'll be some runs. I know Mikolas has been a little bit better lately, but he's still a contact guy, gives up a lot of contact. I, I, I like Schwarber again atop that order. I think he's been, you know, ever since he's been put up in the leadoff spot, he's been making contact. He's been hitting bombs. He's getting on base. He's scoring runs. He's under 4K. He's 3-9 on DK and over on FanDuel's side. His price has jumped up over the past couple of weeks, believe it or not, but he's still only 3-3. Um, so I think he can get in on him. And, I mean, the whole works, like everybody in this offense. Goldschmidt is 3-7. Three, three, well, yeah, so on FanDuel, I'll run through it for you. FanDuel, 3-7 for Goldie, 3-7 for DeYoung, and 3-4 for Matt Carpenter. Those are the, the – that's great pricing there. On FanDuel, Carpenter's 4, DeYoung's 4.5, Goldschmidt 4.1. So really yeah. – Goldschmidt sticks out in that group as a one-off on DK for me. Uh, but on FanDuel, I think you can go with all three. Unfortunately, you got to skip Ozuna because he's super expensive. But yeah. you can still get it done with those guys, the ancillary guys around them. Edwin Jackson at 5-2 against Ramon Marquez, 9.5. Now, I know on paper there's a lot of good reasons not to go with Marquez tonight. Uh, Blue Jays have some good numbers against right-handed pitching. We know it's in Colorado. However... I think tonight, with the way the slate looks, this is a really good opportunity to take a shot with Marquez in Colorado. We've done this one other time this year, and we were dead-on accurate with it. I'm going down to this well again, just because I think the bottom half of this lineup is very suspect. You take the DH out of this American League lineup, I think it hurts it a lot. So for me, Marquez is very much in play tonight against the Blue Jays, and for me, he is my favorite pitcher outside of sale on the board tonight. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I I support you 100%. And when I look into that price range too, I mean, it's in that 9-5, you know, just looking at some of the pitchers. Because that's where I get in that tough spot, right? You get Smith, Marquez, Barrios, Bauer, and you, you want to choose one of these guys. Marquez definitely stands out. Uh, I'm, Marquez I'm with you. is just 7.5 on FanDuel fan tonight. Duel. And as oh, a standalone yeah. player in a, in a tournament, I don't know, man. It's it's hard not to love Marquez tonight. I'm sorry. I know it's Colorado. I get it. Sure, Colorado always has that potential to blow up in your face. I get it. I totally understand. But Edwin Jackson, come on now. I'm going to take my shot at Edwin Jackson that Marquez can come out with a W here and a bunch of strikeouts. I don't even care if he gives up four runs or five runs, Chris. I want him to strike out nine guys, and I want him to get a W. And he right. will strike out nine guys. And I've never seen a team apply total this high this year. It's 7.3 right now for Colorado. 
because Jackson has allowed 14 runs, 20 hits, and 14 innings. And, and you can do bombs. it. You can do it with Marquez. Like, you could go in with Marquez over on FanDuel, and you can get Dahl at four, who's red hot. You get Daniel Murphy at 3-9. You can get Ryan McMahon at 3-4. You could do this. You could probably even get Nolan Arenado or Story if to pick one of them. And then some of the other guys that we mentioned earlier, like the Jose Ramirez at 3-3 and some of the other guys that are more, you know, on the, on the friendly pricing standpoint of things. But, dude, it's right there for the taking. No, it really is. Absolutely. I agree. And the, we've been talking about Colorado and Fandle for quite some time, right? Murphy, you just mentioned them all. Murphy, Desmond, Dahl. These are, I mean, these are guys that, you know, you can get in easily and, and still roll, roll out some top bats. Like if you want to just get Arenado in there and then you go Lindor on Fandle, he's cheap as well, four. Or if yeah. you want to just go JD. So absolutely, man. I love the Marquez call. I'm, I'm going to be in on him as well. It's, it's tougher on DK. No doubt, especially with Arenado at 5'9". But, I mean, Dahl... I think it's more contrarian on DK. Like, I think on FanDuel, he's... I like him a little bit more on FanDuel. I just like pick, picking one pitcher. And yeah. I love the discount there. I don't got to worry about it. I feel good about him at... I'll I, tell you what, Marquez on, on, on DK tonight, in terms of return on investment from the two pitching spots together, like we always used to talk... You know, we, we like to be somewhere in that six to $17,000 range with the two combined pitchers most of the time. We always think that's a yeah. good investment return. Fulton Evich and Marquez fall right into the line with that. Yeah, I just, I, you know, it's funny. I just plugged them both in on DK, and then you have an average <laughs> remaining salary of four thousand to to figure it out the rest that's, of the way. And that is, that's, that's exactly solid. where you want to be. That's yeah. real solid. All right, Zach Wheeler, who is actually top of the board return on investment tonight, at just eight point seven on DK for the Line Star app against John Duplantier, uh, who's a young young kid with talent, but again a little green. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, Michael Conforto's starting to heat up a little bit. I like that. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I kind of look at the rest of this lineup, and I still don't I don't fear the Mets lineup at all. I understand the love for Wheeler. Wheeler's pitched very well. Then you see Arizona explode for a bunch of runs, but it's in Colorado. However, that lineup's still been you know very quiet lately without Peralta. Peralta coming out of that lineup's really changed things. I don't think that guy gets enough credit how good a hitter oh, he is. I mean, he had 30 underrated. bombs last year. Nobody gave a crap. Nobody, nobody cared. Nobody, you're right. Nobody cared was at there all. A, was there a less talked about 30 home run season last year than David Peralta? I just feel like, didn't he drive in 100 runs too, I think, or something like that? I, I got to look at it, but I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm just yeah, I'm taking a look here. Now. I mean, 87. I mean, 87 okay. is fine. If you hit 293, back to back years, of hitting 293, by the way. Um, and yeah, no respect in 2017. And because he was hanging around waiver wires, I remember talking about him throughout the year, like, listen, guys, Peralta you know, flirting with 30 home runs and, you know, doesn't strike out a ton, good average, good on base percentage. And then this year too, hitting 309, seven bombs off to a great start. But yeah, out of the lineup, I agree with you. I don't think it's the same lineup. And I mean, Kevin Crone got in the other day and he had a pretty good, pretty good day. I think he went two for four and then they went back to Walker who had home run yesterday. So I bet you they'll go back to Walker again today. I think Wheeler is an okay pitcher, but there's just so many other options today and some other cheaper ones and, and better spots that i I, I, I see what Linestar is saying and, you know, a great return. Look, I think it's a, I think it, and you're looking, you know, it's kind of the opposite of the Marquez argument, right? Where it's yeah. like, I don't care how many runs he gives up, whatever it is. I, I do with Wheeler. I care. And I think what they're saying is, look, he's going to be the opposite end of this. He might go six, seven innings, give up one run, pitch great, but not get the W. Mm-hmm. And that's fine too. So yeah. I, I get that. So I think he's a better play. He's a better play on DK where he's where he's at eight seven, seven than yeah on Fanduel at nine four no. But that's why on on DK they love him at eight seven, and I think yeah. that's true from just the sheer quality start potential there because I think he'll outlast Duplantier. I just don't know whether or not he'll be able to get a W there because the Mets offense shows up and then 
you know, goes away. So yeah, it's their hard team to figure out. I I can't really. Yeah, none of us I can. Don't try. Don't even try. Yeah, it's yeah. Alonzo and and I'll tell you, Conforto's been better lately. He's been yeah. popping up. But look, they're they're thin again. Every time you look up, the Mets are always thin. You took Cano out of this lineup, boom! All of a sudden, it gets really thin. Brad Peacock against Mike Fires. Peacock is at nine nine on DK. Fires at seven seven. I don't care for either of these guys. Now you got Correa, Altuve out of this lineup, and Springer as well. Chris, you know, I know Bregman's been carrying them, but I think outside of Bregman, it's it's tough to really like anything else. Bregman's four four uh, tonight on DraftKings, four uh, one on FanDuel. Brantley's just four on FanDuel too. So you get a little bit of you get a little bit of discount there. And then you got our boys, Matt Chapman, 3-8. Matt Olson, 3-1 on FanDuel. Are you kidding me? What is happening? Matt like, are you not paying attention to this guy? He just hits a home run every other day. Like, I just – I don't oh get it. I we really don't. Like, he, shares of Matt Olson. Peacock is actually on a heck of a run. He's only allowed one run in his last four innings. Um, I don't care. You know, but, I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't either. That's where I was going. Like, I, I don't care either. And I just wonder if, if – is that it? The fact that Peacock is coming in – Well, look, he's got 17 you know, strikeouts hot. over those last two outings. I mean, it's, it's been brilliant. You know, and, and it was against the Red Sox, but the other one was against the White Sox. So I don't really care. Yeah. And you know what? Oakland doesn't strike out. I mean, they have an 18% strikeout rate. It's 29th in baseball. The Angels dead last. I mean, 16. These are two teams that just, they make some contact. They don't, they don't strike out a ton. And the Astros are right there as well um, with the Athletics. I mean, the Athletics, Astros, and Angels are the three of the four teams in the bottom there that just, you know, they make a lot of contact. So, I mean, Mike Fires on the Hill. I know it's like you're looking at this Astros lineup and you're like, eh, like I just think it can get to that total of nine, you know, with, with guys like Olsen and Chapman and then Bregman. I think, you know, those three are is where I would attack it. I mean, even Piscotti at 3-4, I like where he's in the lineup. Like, he, he gets in – you guys are getting on base for him. I mean, I yeah. think there will be some runs here. Skaggs and Leak, uh, Seattle versus the Angels. Eh, I'm, I'm not – you know, sometimes we talk about Skaggs as being one of those low-key guys to take a look at. I don't think tonight because of what's on the board, but – I'm going to go right to this next game, which is really one we have to break down here. It's Caleb Smith at 9-7 on DK against Joey Lucchese at 8-8. And then the other side of this on FanDuel, Lucchese is just 7-6. Caleb Smith is 9-8. So, it's, so basically, Smith holds his value in both spots. And Smith has had a little bit of a rough patch here. Uh, and Lucchese is a guy that we were all over in his last outing. And uh, that was a good thing. So yeah. we were very high on him. That's, that's positive. So I guess here's my question, you know, 50-50 games sometimes. I mean, 11 strikeouts in that game, by the way, the last time we were all over Lucchese on the weekend show. I think it was last weekend show. It was last weekend. Uh, Against the Blue Jays, right? 11 strikeouts, one walk. Yeah, not bad. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to take Lucchese's side again this today. I think it's a better value across the board. $1,000 difference is a big enough difference for me. And then a $2,000 difference on FanDuel, forget about it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm all on the Lucchese side of this one. Yeah, I think that's a good return on investment as well. I, I, I would agree with you there. There's some value. So that's another guy, too, if you want to go sail and you're looking down. Because, I mean, we were able to put, you know, Fultonevich and Marquez in there at a good price. And you can do this with sale and look Casey if you want to. And you're right about Caleb Smith. I mean, the Padres are just – what I've noticed about the Padres is they're actually just a little bit better against left-handed pitching. They lead the league in strikeout rate, but they strike out fewer against, you know, left-handed pitching. And for Smith – very impressed with them, but the one thing that I have been saying is, you know, an extreme high fly ball rate. I mean, this guy enters with a 28% ground ball rate. The home runs are starting to catch up to him now. It's been six straight games where he's allowed a homer, so he's allowed eight on the year. 
starting to walk a couple more guys. Very impressed with his stuff. I mean, he can get some strikeouts. I mean, he probably gets six or seven for sure in this game. Um, but guys like Machado, a great hitter against lefties. Renfro, a great hitter against lefties. Reyes, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those three go yard tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. Uh, okay, so basically uh, that wraps it up. Save one game, which is the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Philadelphia Phillies. That Phillies offense continues to struggle. Just three runs again yesterday. They're facing Kenta Maeda in L.A. Maeda's super expensive, 10-3 on, on DraftKings. And I get it because that's how bad the Phillies offense has been. He's only 8-9 on the other side of this. But, look, if you want to get involved a little bit against Arietta tonight, uh, you got Justin Turner, 3-5, as long as he's healthy enough to play. Cody Bellinger's – it's funny. Cody Bellinger on FanDuel is 4-8, yet, I mean, on some uh, – I mean – it doesn't, it doesn't, matter. It, it doesn't matter. He's still a good return. Like he's yeah. that good. If you want to, yeah, yeah. he's the pivot from, okay, if I want to put my money elsewhere, not on JD tonight, not on the yes. Colorado guys, spend it on Cody because he's, he's just completely on fire right now. And, and it's the same guys in this lineup too. It's, it's, you know, even Peterson, Jock Peterson and Max Muncy at the top two, you got to pay a little bit three, eight and three, seven, but still pretty darn good. I, I mean, again, with the Dodgers, like they're one of yeah. the best stacks in FanDuel. Absolutely. Jock atop, Muncy 3-7. Turner is going to get back in the lineup, I think, at 3-5. Seager 3-6. Redugo 3. I mean, Ariad is a contact guy. He's a contact pitcher, guys. He gives up a lot, a lot of contacts. So if you're looking for, hey, you want to be, I think a great cash lineup would actually be maybe Sale and some of these Dodger bats. And you could probably even get like a JD or a Colorado bat in there as well. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, so let's go to some of the wagering things. What do you like on the board today, Chris? Um, well, I'm going to uh, – let, let's start up at the top. I like the Brewers on the road. I like the Red Sox on the road. I think the Twins can get you know bounce back on the road as well. I like Atlanta at home. I'm going to go with Cleveland on the road. I think the over in Chicago and St. Louis, the over in Houston and Oakland, and the over in L.A. and Philly. All right, so it's Friday, and that means it's time to call our shot, which we always like to do here on the program. It's been a very, very good run. We were over on Wednesday. That's the first over we took in a long time. We were, you know, we got drunk. We're feeling our ourselves. Own. We picked two each, and I think we I know we. Well, it's all right. We we were drunk with power. That's just what happens. We've had such a good run here. Uh, even Eric, we said to me, who runs lines, he said, "Man, you guys are really calling the hell out of these home runs." I said, "Yeah, we're it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely been special." So we're gonna try to. Get it back tonight, and uh, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go to Colorado. I'm going to go with the guy who's swinging a hot bat. I'm going to go with David Dahl going yard tonight against Edwin Jackson, who throws batting practice. So David Dahl is my lock to go yard tonight. <laughs> who's your guy there? And I left you, JD, just in case you wanted an easy out. And you read my mind, and I do want an easy <laughs> out, buddy. It was like back and forth. It's like Mookie or JD. Like I'm picking one of these guys today. There, there are you know plenty of options. There's 15 games on this slate, but I am. I'm going to JD Martinez. I can't ignore the numbers, and against Jay Happ, and I, you know, I think Mookie's a strong play as well. All right, so there you have it. The great stuff here for you. So go out, start making those lineups. Get ready for Friday's action. We'll be back again tomorrow morning with the weekend edition here, where we preview Saturday and Sunday games. That way you can have the rest of the weekend to yourself to do lineups at your leisure and get it all out of the way and listen on Saturday morning. And there you go. Boom. Perfect. Follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePizzaPia17, at Chris Meany, and, of course, at LineStar app. And make sure you're downloading that LineStar app and utilizing it. We're not just a show here. We're a family. And if you're going to use the podcast, you got to use the app. That way you can see the things that we're seeing and that we're talking about here and use them to the best of your abilities in order to make lineups that win. We're liking the Twitter action, too, so uh, keep, keep adding us over at Twitter. 
with the good experiences. We're seeing a lot of them. That's really encouraging. We love seeing that. It makes us smile and it justifies all the work we're doing. So keep it coming. And if you enjoy the show, make sure you subscribe and like and rate and review and, uh, you know, just send us a fruit basket because I think that's always like a nice edible arrangement or something. Yes, I would enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, it's a nice, you know, kind of spring summer fruit. It's that season. So there's only one thing left to do now, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Minnie.